there's so much deception. Yeah. And there's so much slippery ice out there that you're dealing with fakeness, fraud, the wrong road, trying to figure out which way to go so much of the time. And that turned my life into eliminating as much stuff as I can in my world that is not real and yeah. hanging around with people that are real. Yeah. That are real. Yeah. And it's going to enhance me where I don't have to judge and think, am I with the right people? Am I at the right place? Attack Life, Not Others with Tim Hoover and Steve Mittman. Tim, a few weeks ago, we talked about having agency, a different definition of the word agency. We were talking about acting with human agency, acting with purpose and moving forward, creating things and being proactive as opposed to being reactive. You have a physical agency. It's a detective agency. You're a private investigator Mm -hmm. and you have a team of undercover detectives. Right. You also obviously have the martial arts school. Sure. Yin yang, if you ask me. It is. You've got the good. You've got not necessarily always bad, but just the dark side often of the world. Right. Tell me more about that, how you mesh it all together. Yeah, I mean, it, the, the one um, feeds off the other in a lot of ways. Is actually, you know, all the experiences I've had through both of those businesses and companies have been um, amazing when I think back at what I've seen. And, um, you know, building the martial arts school in the beginning, you know, typical start out in Taekwondo and then switched over to the Okinawan systems and had a great teacher and then learned some Kung Fu and then got into some Jiu-Jitsu. And then I dabbled in a lot of other things, too. But I can remember after maybe 10 years, I think you already uh, had trained with me, and then I started, you can remember when the style started to shift. Mm-hmm. Um, it started to shift when certain things started happening in my life. One of them was the impact of uh, Eddie, a little young Eddie, and uh, he was shot and killed instantly, and, and the family had affected the school and me and, and the violence. Yeah. I realized then that um, violence has no breaks. It doesn't stop just because you're there. It's focused and it can be unbelievably the opposite of great or good or love. It is absolute hate. And if you're in that path, you can get sucked up real fast. And then I started to see, I started chasing down a lot of missing kids. I started to see murder cases, uh, rape cases. And I started to see a lot of ugly things, hostile terminations where one of the employees comes up to his bosses, I'm gonna blow your brains out tonight. I worked with a guy that already dealt with a hostile termination and then he came back and actually got shot in the chest and played dead uh, until the man left. He thought he was dead. I mean, the stories, I can come up with a hundred stories of seeing violence at its most terrible level. And so as I was developing the martial arts school, I said, this is it. I got to go with something that is more reality based and I've got to make this switch now. We're not going to compete. You know, we're going to build this system that is going to work for all different angles. This one, you, just to clarify, when you say not compete, you're talking about the tournaments and the high school yeah, gyms gonna, and, you know, all that kind of correct, stuff with I, trophies. Correct. I felt immediately- Not that there's anything wrong with that. If that's what you do, go for it. But your system, your style, right, the way sure. you teach, the way everybody trains under you, it's, well, there's it's a huge not difference. what it's about. Yeah, but there's a huge difference between training for competition and training for what's real. And sure. Sometimes you can see the difference, but it's the, the thought pattern is different. The way you face it is different. The way you train people to think is different. Um, the self-awareness is, is huge. The focus of mind of what you're doing. And then getting into the actual technique, it had to be changed. I brought in gun and knife defense. 
I went right to the ground and learned a lot of ground from a lot of guys, as you know, Brian Miller and Frankie and different people that came in my life. Um, we got into multiple tax scenarios and every kind of scenario that you can imagine. Now, it doesn't cover them all, but it covers as much as my mind can wrap around in what I've seen. And it developed a system to be a reality-based system. And again, there's nothing wrong with competition. There's nothing wrong with training in one system. There's nothing wrong in training a traditional system. But this system had to become more like Krav Maga. And it had to deal with the stuff the minute you step outside your door or what happens when somebody steps in your door, what happens when there's a gun or a knife and how much time do you have? How do you react to these situations? And it started to take a life of its own based on what I saw and what I kept seeing in the detective agency. What would prepare me for a hostile termination when I was dealing with that person? And thank God I never got hurt or cut or shot. But all these things contributed to the thought process of creative thinking and making the style what it is today. Still, to this day, it is learning and developing and changing based on what I see. Sometimes I'll be teaching and I'll say, hey, this move we got here, um, I don't know who created it. Who probably was an idiot because it doesn't work. And that was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said, it's now out mm-hmm. because we're going to put something else in that's actually better. So the system is eclectic and it's always looking for something better to make sure that you're safer and that you can also defend other people and that you think differently when you walk outside your door. You're more conscious of your awareness and your focus and have to be in better physical shape to be able to deal with the environment. So that's what it is. I always say train to the extreme so you can deal with the extreme. This entire podcast, Attack Life, Not Others. It's not just words, folks. It's Attack Life, Not Others. Right. You've seen practically, you know, as bad as things get in this world, the ugliest of the ugliest things that are out there. And you have a foundation to speak upon. And it's just so important, so crucial to understand. It's ugly. It can be an ugly world. That's for sure. I mean, you you kicked it off talking about Eddie. I mean, I grew up with him. And he was just, that was just, Impacted <laughs> impacted all of us. But, you know, when I when I look back of all this, Steve, and, you know, I think one of the things, too, is we talked about uh, in one of our episodes about being conscious, being creative, being more aware and eliminating distractions. So when I would work the detective agency, I would realize how important it was to see the difference between what is fake and what is real. So in the agency where you're dealing with it, all you're trying to do is when you're focusing on a particular subject matter, let's just say, there's so much deception yeah, and there's so much slippery ice out there that you're dealing with fakeness, fraud, the wrong road, trying to figure out which way to go so much of the time that eventually you feel, so that's what it is. So there's where it is. So that's what we got to do. But it takes a while to get there versus going into a martial arts school Everything is real. There is no fake. There is no fraud. Every person that steps into that dojo smells the sweat of that school and knows immediately what that means. Hard work. Work hard. Push your body. Focus. Do all the things. And if you get hit, block harder. And if you get taken down, get a better move on the ground. Figure it out. But it's real. If you've ever been choked out, you mentioned about getting knocked out. When you get hit, There's nothing more real than that. And then you either look at it and say, I'm done, I'm quitting, or I'm going to come up with a better way of evasive tactics, moving it with a counterpunch or counter technique. Everything in that school was real, allowed me to go on the other side and deal what's not real. And that 
turned my life into eliminating as much stuff as I can in my world that is not real and yeah. hanging around with people that are real. Yeah. That are real. Yeah. And it's going to enhance me where I don't have to judge and think, am I with the right people? Am I at the right place? Because awareness and all that good stuff we talk about being at the right place at the right time, not at the wrong place at the wrong time. Well, you know, that's why I've always loved fighting and sparring and it's boxing. Real. It's as real as you get. It's reality in real time. And I've played team sports and it's just me personally. It wasn't for me. You could space out. You could snooze you're on a basketball team a soccer team and you can the person with the balls doing the action and you can just space out for a moment when there's somebody right in front of you that you're exchanging punches with you can't do that you right. get popped sure and you're out cold and in, in well, just that a could, and that requires the, the focus you're talking about right when you're training hard and you're in that place there's nothing like that smell and then when you get that drink of water at the end of class yeah. you know, there's nothing, nothing like that nothing taste of like water it. And then at the end of the day, when you are shaking hands and bowing out, there's nothing like the realness that comes across that mat. Yep. When everybody says goodbye, see you next class, you know you're going to be with real people doing real stuff that's going to help you make real decisions in the real world. Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. For more on our way of life through the martial arts, go to attacklifenotothers.com. This has been a Vitman Media creation. Vitman Media. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com.